live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome, everybody. Happy Monday morning. God bless you. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and we're broadcasting from the Live Free or Die, Granite State of New Hampshire. Producer Eli is with me one day after his birthday. Give him a happy belated birthday in the live chat now. And let us know where you're from so we can give you a shout-out. And a shout-out to where you're from. Like Wendy, who said, I need a shout-out today. Wendy, there's a shout-out, my dear. Love you. God bless. Moose for Trump is in the building. Kayla is here. Linda Chavez. Debbie from Painesville, Ohio. Well, we hope we can make it a little less Painesville, Ohio, for you today. Bannon is on fire this morning. Bannon is always on fire. Tommy, how you doing? Good to see you. Lance from Northeast Michigan is in the building. Yes, a lot of happy birthdays coming in. Lisa from Pennsylvania, how are you? Voter USA from Montana, God bless. Bonita from Hancock, Michigan. That is the UP, ladies and gentlemen, the Upper Peninsula. David Snell watching. How you doing, David? Sherry from Mississippi. Ruth from Kansas. Ant Lob from Fourth to uh, Worth, and one more. Let's give it to Heels Gal from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Cindy, how you doing from Virginia? Carol from Michigan. God bless you all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, uh, I don't know if, if, if hell has frozen over or pigs are flying, but when Democrats are screaming from the top of the mountain that there's election fraud going on and that there's thumb drives being used and ballots being brought in in the middle of the night, Ballots being inserted in machines. Well, if a Democrat is screaming that, mm, probably not good for Democrats in the future. But that's what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. Democrat County Supervisor David Archie in Hines, Mississippi, challenges the primary after claiming election fraud. The same style and kind of election fraud that you and I have been reporting on for the last three years. Roll the clip. We have videotape of Jackie Amos going into boxes, bringing in thumb drives, bringing in uh, ballots to be inserted into machines. We have pictures of Jackie Amos uh, participating in what we think that is fraud as well as corruption. And so we want to be absolutely clear that this matter is not only with the Hines County Democratic Party, but this matter is with every citizen in the state of Mississippi. Well, how about this? This is the opportunity to stop corruption and to stop fraud when it comes to elections in the state of Mississippi. See, I'll tell you what's actually happening, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you what's actually happening. See, what is happening in it is, is everybody is now hip to their ballot game. And so now everybody is not only playing the game that they played in 2020 to rob a duly elected president out of his rightful elected position as president of the United States and give it to some old sack of meat, bag of bones who doesn't know where he is half the time or more than half the time. But now that it's happening to everyone and and there are other ways of doing it, well, now 
Well, I guess what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander, huh? Ah, well, how about that? How about that? Well, I guess we'll keep updated on that, but I have a prediction, and my prediction is that's going to keep happening. That kind of stuff that you just saw right there is going to continue happening, meaning more Democrats are going to start screaming election fraud, thumb drives, video of people stuffing ballots, and when they do that, that is only going to legitimize and validate everything that we've been saying for so long. So maybe it's going to take a few Democrats to have this happen to them in order to bring national awareness to it so that we can retroactively go back and prosecute the ones who did it before. But God does work in mysterious ways. I guess we'll see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, before I show you this next video, to really start off the day with a, uh, well, a a painful smile, because it is Monday, right? I'm going to ask you to please do me two things, two favors. One, like the video. Give us a rumble. When we say rumble the video, it's just hit that thumbs up. It's very easy, but you must be signed in to do it. So have a rumble profile. If you've been waiting, maybe today's the day. And also... If you're watching on the app, just do a quick share to your social media platforms. If you're watching on TV, come over to the computer or the phone real quick and give us a quick share. And if you're watching on the computer, give us a quick share. Ladies and gentlemen, who can take away everything that you've ever worked for? Well, the government can. And I thought this was a great little jingle to start out this Monday in such a corrupt country. Roll it. Who can take your money? Some other guy, the government. Said the government. <laughs> the government. The government. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. And who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the sunrise? Who can tax the trees? And who can tax the trees? Well, let you run a business and collect up all the fees. The government. The government. Oh, the government can. The government can. And the government can, cause they mix it up with lies and it all tastes good. Government takes everything we make to pay for all of their solutions. Like healthcare, climate change, pollution. <laughs> Just throw away the Constitution. I wrote that, thank you. Who can give a bailout? Who can give a bailout? Tell us to behave. Make the founding fathers roll over in their grave. The government. Come on. Come on. Oh, the The government 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 can. Woo! And the government can. The government can. Woo! Might as, well, might as well make the fall of America a musical, huh? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that was just a good way to start out the day. Way to get the juices flowing. Way to bring a smile to your face, even though you think about it and you go, wait a minute, that's not that funny. The government is taking away everything that I make. And if you feel that way, whether you've got a D, an I, or an R in front of your name politically... Maybe, just maybe, you want to think about voting for one Donald J. Trump. Now, remember, that's how we started the show, because we're going to end the show very differently. And I need you to stay here until the end to hold me accountable. But in the meantime, we're going to get ready to go to our Lord and Savior. But I must remind you, if Jesus is calling, just answer, just accept Don't decline. Have faith and freedom in your family. Always drink your nice and beautiful Rise Up coffee out of that cup that Amanda Collins makes you. And make sure that if you're on JeremyHerald.com that you go and you check out the store because we have a lot of $10 items in our overstock list and we have a lot of featured items that you just have to get for yourself or your friends or family coming for Christmas time. And also make sure you get the more they indict, the more they unite let's go to the verse of the day today and if you forgot uh maybe maybe you forgot i don't know to watch rise up this morning uh go back and watch it it was a great show but the verses of the day today ladies and gentlemen uh are going to come from galatians uh the first one is going to be uh galatians uh five where it says stand fast therefore 
in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, do not be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. But then we're going to stay in Galatians and we're going to read further from Galatians 5.13, which says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty or freedom, right, as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And remember this, folks. I want to give you a very, very important, important message today. And that's this. Every time the Israelites or any nation that God commanded to do something, if they failed in that command or if they said no and turned their back on God, what did God do almost in every single situation or circumstance in the Bible to the Israelites? He allowed others to ransack and invade their country and take their country, take their stuff, take their castles, take their homes, take their wealth until they were humbled enough to turn back to God. If you don't think that the reason why we're being invaded right now is because God is allowing us to be invaded, allowing our culture to be taken, allowing our homes to be taken, allowing our ways of life to be taken and completely switched inside out to where we're going to be the minority in our own country. Well, ladies and gentlemen, history in the Bible says this is exactly what he does. He allows countries to be invaded when they turn from him. Israelites, how many times did that happen? So if you really want to save this country before it's too late, I can promise you, I can promise you that you're going to have to hold yourself accountable as I've been doing lately myself and you're going to have to go to God because the only way to make America great again is to make America godly again. So, remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is judgment on our country, folks. We allowed God to be taken out of everything. We allowed swamp donkey corrupted people to take over our nations we allowed our children to be kidnapped we allowed our uh trafficking to happen we allowed it all and we're going to be judged for it but if we wake up now then we can save it before it's too late i know it's the hard truth but it is the truth all right ladies and gentlemen lift up your cups and let's go to have our first slurp of the day and let's get into it if you want to know how my date with god went this weekend Watch Rise Up. We talk about it the entire show. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Producer Eli is ready. I am ready. We got a very busy week because in between shows this week, we are going to be moving stuff and preparing the new studio for us to be there next week. So we got a very busy week. We would definitely and appreciate all of your shares. We're approaching 4,000 people. And here we go. Fireworks from a firebrand. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like to wait until 4th of July to have fireworks. As long as we are going to be in the realm of politics, as long as we are going to navigate through the swamp daily, each and every single day, Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends, well, you and I together are going to have to have fireworks once in a while. And in order to have fireworks once in a while, you need people that are fire brands. Matt Gates has learned from his eras. He has learned that he needs to constantly be pushing the envelope in order to be a MAGA Republican. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to show you, now there's about eight minutes of this. I doubt we'll go through all eight minutes, but I think you need to see a majority of it to understand what's going on here. Because Maria Bartiromo has always championed herself at Fox as being not Fox. She's always kind of championed herself as being a person out there for the better good, for MAGA, sticking up for Trump, 
But I got to tell you, Maria Bartiromo has literally drank the Republican rhino establishment Kool-Aid. She's done everything that Fox has told her to do. She's completely switched up. And this is her and Matt Gates going at it this weekend. And I want to give, before we even start, I'd like to give the Smarty Award of the Day to Matt Gates because not only does he hold her accountable, but he speaks the truth. And he never, ever, ever lets her control the situation or lie and control him. So, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Gates gets the Smarty Award of the Day before we even start. Because I got to tell you, what you're about to see is you're going to feel so incredibly betrayed by Maria Bartiromo. And not that she was ever, you know, Queen Maga, but I had a lot of respect for her at Fox. I don't think I have it anymore. Not after what you're about to see. Ladies and gentlemen, roll it. Now joining us, one of the people holding up an agreement uh, to fund the government, Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates. Uh, Congressman, thank you very much for being here this morning. Oh, thank you. I, I'm glad I get to respond to your monologue, because if you're saying that I'm standing in the way of all the Republican wins, I'd love you to enumerate them. Watching my friend and mentor, Jim Jordan, it was it was quite painful because he started by saying we should only pick one fight, the border. But then as the interview went on, he said, well, we should pick a second fight, Jack Smith. And by the time the interview rounded out, he was saying that we shouldn't be funding Ukraine without a plan. And yet the very continuing resolution that you and Jim Jordan seem to be for continues to have $300 million more for Ukraine. So I think we we ought to fight on all fronts. I think the border is very important. And the best way for us to advance the Republican border policies is to pass the Department of Homeland Security Appropriations Bill, do that along with veterans, defense, ag, state and foreign ops. We'll have 73 percent of the discretionary uh, budget funded. And if, you know, the Department of Labor and Education have to shut down for a few days as we get their appropriations in line, uh, that's certainly not something that is is uh, optimal. But I think it's better than continuing on the current path we Amen. are to America's financial Amen. Congressman, I understand, and that is why you are on this program this morning, because I want to give you a fair shot, and I want to get your, you uh, heard. So tell me why you are threatening Speaker McCarthy and trying to shut down this government uh, at a time that the Republicans have finally gotten some upper hands here uh, in terms of wins, able to investigate President Biden on what looks like uh, bribery. Okay, I got to stop it right there. I just got to chime in here. As you see, she read that. That was not a question that Maria Bartiromo had. If that was a question that Jeremy Harrell had, and I hate to stop it, you know, periodically, but it's a long video and I got to break it down as we go. If that's a Jeremy Harrell question, that's a me question right to Matt Gates. That's not me having to look over here and read everything. That's a Fox News directive to, Mer- to, Re- to Maria Bartiromo. Why are you um, threatening, you see the words they use? Kevin McCarthy. Well, it's pretty obvious why we're threatening Maria, and you should know this. Shut it down. But the fact that Matt Gates has to come on here and do this, it's absolutely ridiculous of her. But again, this is Fox News, and she's been reeled in, and we see it coming from a mile away. Roll it. Uh, in terms of wins, able to investigate President Biden on what looks like uh, bribery. Yeah, we don't put our pencils down in the investigation of President Biden during a shutdown, so the premise is false. Second, if Kevin McCarthy was actually serious about pursuing the Bidens, he would have sent Hunter Biden a subpoena by now. That's how you know this is sort of failure theater that you're observing. During the first year of Democrat control of the Congress, they brought in Donald Trump Jr. three times over nothing over a nothing burger. And so we seem to be fundamentally unserious in our oversight. But what is serious is the fact that we are spending more than $7 trillion a year, bringing in around $5 trillion a year. And uh, it, I want to fund the government. I'm not pro-shutdown, but the way to fund the government is not the same way we've been doing it since the mid-90s, where it's one up or down vote on the entire government all at once. We should have separate single-subject spending bills. Kevin McCarthy promised that in January. He is in breach of that promise. So I'm not here to hold the government hostage. I'm here to hold Kevin McCarthy to his word. Are there Freedom Caucus members also out of compliance? They were also on the Appropriations Committee. Where is the responsibility for oh, them? Nice Are they also out of compliance? Nice one. No, uh, I'm not a member of the Freedom Caucus. I'll let them speak for themselves. But take, for example, the border. This issue you think is has great primacy. And I would agree with you. The Department of Homeland Security appropriations bill was passed out of the Appropriations Committee in June. And yet Kevin McCarthy hasn't put it on the floor in more than 100 days. 
That, that is not serious. You know why Kevin McCarthy didn't move our border appropriations bill? Because the lobbyists and the special interests who own Kevin McCarthy want to put us in this position where we're backed up against the wall, facing shutdown politics. And what that does is it centralizes power to the people that they buy off with PAC donations and lobbyist donations. And then the membership doesn't get to Perfect. make real, real, real contributions to that process. I'm trying Perfect. to democratize it. The bills are being worked on. You just heard Jim Jordan say that they are efforting four bills this week, appropriations bills this week, to get through. That would partially fund the government. Uh, the defense bill as well, you wanted the defense bill to move forward. Did you not? Yes, that's why I voted for it, and I voted for the rule to proceed on to it. And by the way, don't give Kevin McCarthy credit for the fact that we're moving on to these four appropriations bills. That was the deal that House conservatives foisted upon Kevin McCarthy when he couldn't just move right. the big spending bills that's without right. moving the bills that cut spending. We said, no, 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 you have to move bills like the state and foreign ops bill because we don't think Is we should be borrowing money from China to go fund gay pride parades in Prague <laughs> or LGBTQ uh, you know, seminars in Indonesia. Yes. We don't think that that's a good use of our money. Yes. And the only way to do this, Maria, is line by line. Kevin wants it in one big up or down vote. Keep the government open. Shut it down. I'm saying single subject spending well, bills. He's... It's the only way to. OK, we're going to stop right there because she's about to get upset. This is where Maria gets upset. And the reason why I wanted to show you that, like most hosts will show you just portions of, you know, like the, the, the portions of it. I want you to understand what Matt Gates is up against here. He's he's Trump right now. He's up against the entire machine, the entire establishment. Everybody has turned on Matt, Matt Gates. Sean Hannity's turned on him. Maria Bartiromo's turned on him. His own friend and mentor, Jim Jordan, is turning on him. And they're all blaming everything on him. And they're all going to fearmonger everybody and say, if you, don't, if you don't allow this to happen, then the Democrats are going to control everything. No, you didn't allow this to happen. That's like saying God sends us to hell. No, you sent yourself to hell because you didn't do what you said you were going to do. And she keeps shilling and simping for Kevin McCarthy here. And she gets more and more angry rolling. Control spending. Well, he's doing the four bills next week. Because so, we're mean, making him. Because we're making he's him. doing it. So to push now to blow up all of the wins that you all have had now. Which seems... wins? Please enumerate them. Well, yes, okay. let's go. Well, how about the fact that he has set up a weaponization committee to investigate the DOJ, whether they're involved in a cover-up? That's how about process. the fact that he has... Hold on. Wait how about the fact that he... Hold on. How about the fact that he has set up the China Select Committee to keep China to account? And, of course, he has launched this uh, inquiry into impeachment, potentially, for President Biden. Is that not what you want? None of those things are deliverables. Those are steps in a process. Setting up a committee is an end unto itself only in Washington, D.C. The American people demand results. Hold on, I'll let you talk, okay, Maria. Go ahead, these, go ahead. these committees have done nothing to reduce inflation. They've done nothing to actually constrain the Biden government. We can set up committees and have hearings and yell at people, yep. but at the end of the day, if we still send the check to fund a weaponized government, having a weaponization subcommittee is little relief to the American American people. And if any of this was serious, we would be sending out subpoenas and compelling process the way the January 6th committee did. We should yeah. be operating like them. Instead, we're playing patty cake with the Bidens. We're allowing Actually, them to get away with it. Yes. And we're yeah. funding it. We're sending the money. If we were serious, use this the power of the purse. The speaker joined me a week ago and told me that he will, in fact, subpoena Hunter Biden. He said at the appropriate time. But let's be well, it's clear. Been eight months. We would when, not when know do you any think of the this. appropriate time we would is? Not know How many any months should the American people have to wait before that subpoena is sent? You tell me. We would we would not know any anything that we know about the Biden family. 176 suspicious activity reports. Yes, we would. We knew all that set up While he was vice president, the whistleblower testimony. We would not know any of this if not for those committees that he set up exposing all of this. We just right, heard from we Merrick Garland last it. week. But you have to follow that to its natural conclusion. It's not enough to expose facts that get people angry and animated. You then have to follow those facts to a conclusion yes. and to accountability. You see, that's what Republicans 
Republicans are bad at. We're great at having the hearings and putting on the performances, but if you're still going to underwrite Biden's debt, which is what Kevin McCarthy did joining with Democrats on the debt limit deal, and if you're going to join up with Democrats to see, still fund his government, Merrick Garland will sit there and he'll answer my tough questions and he'll smirk at me or he'll obfuscate. And then guess what? He goes back to the Justice Department and the coffers are full with money from the American taxpayer that gets turned against the brave patriots in this country. You know, what about the January 6th tapes? Kevin promised he was going to release those. Watch and this. Yeah. This is great. Well, the January 6th tapes are available to anybody who wants to see them. He gave them and allowed Tucker Carlson and his true. team to see them. Kevin, yeah, it you is true. In, no, Maria, they are not available to anyone who wants to see them. That is a that is a factual misstatement. They have been curated for some people in the media and some defense attorneys, but any American cannot you, see any of the January 6th. Are that you is a not false statement. right now indirectly working with Democrats because you are going to allow Chuck Schumer to Look come up this. with a continuing resolution ah. next week to fund the government? That's what your actions are doing. That's why some people feel this is a personal vendetta you have against the speaker. No, my vendetta is against a Washington system that allows corruption to put the interests of lobbyists and PACs above the interests of the American people. Kevin McCarthy facilitates that system, and I do deeply resent that. But I'm not working with Chuck Schumer or any other Democrat. I am the one working with House conservatives You're to require single-subject spending bills. No, no, no. You guys criticize me for forcing single-subject spending bills. Then you give Kevin McCarthy the credit for doing it. The reality no, is this agree. is the only way agree. to liberate our the single, the single bills. I think the single bills sound well, then right. Why hasn't I, I, he done them? It's September. We knew September 30th was coming all year. And Kevin McCarthy has been dilatory. He's been fiddling like as Nero as Rome it, burns. As we understand it, they're doing this this upcoming week. So we will right, be watching Because that. we are making them. They are doing it with a political gun to their head. And you are welcome, America. And we're going to keep making them do it. They're doing it with a political gun to their head, and you're welcome, America, and we're going to keep making them do it. You see, she got her at butt handed to her. She got her butt handed to her every which way from Sunday, and she got caught in a lie and didn't even, didn't even acknowledge the lie she got caught in. This, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what Matt Gates is up against. And I know there's somebody in the, or a few people in the audience maybe who say Gates caused all of this. Gates caused all of this? That's Maria Bartiromo's way of thinking. This is your fault, Gates. This is your fault. No, Gates is causing them to be held accountable. And they had a deal, and they reneged on that deal, and now Gates is holding them accountable. That's how things work. It's that simple. Contracts are made. Deals are made. Let's keep things moving. Oh, you're not doing what you're supposed to do? Now you're going down. And it's that simple. Ladies and gentlemen, not only does Matt Gates get the Smarty Award of the Day, but let's give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day to that shrill Maria Bartiromo. I have a feeling you'll see her on The View within a few short years. She'll be the only conservative on The View. Now, Rasmussen, which is probably one of the most highly respected and trusted polls, uh, Rasmussen says, quote, election fraud renders scientific election forecasting worthless and we'll start sharing the evidence. Prominent pollster Rasmussen announced recently that it cannot produce accurate polls on elections because of the massive amounts of voter fraud occurring in this country. And when you have people that have done this for a living saying that, sounding the alarms on that, you have Democrats sounding the alarms on that, ladies and gentlemen, sounds to me like the world is going to know about it real, real quick. Rasmussen will now provide evidence for why they cannot produce their results. They say this, Quote, election fraud renders scientific election forecasting absolutely worthless. So we will continue to cover all official investigations into it. The question is, why don't others? And yes, Arizona and Georgia are mostly Republican controlled. Rasmussen reported. Bam, ladies and gentlemen. And they're going after Governor Kemp and Brad Raffensperger saying, 830 impressions, Governor Kemp and Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and you've got up to 150,000 ballots still hidden, like these, and posted the proof. This is what we need. We need respected divisions of uh, companies and respected pollsters and respected news organizations like New York Post and others to start coming forward and saying, okay, enough is enough. Because of your fraud, we were willing to overlook your fraud when it happened. But because of your fraud, now we're losing. 
So it, it, it only affects people once it affects people, right? And the stealing is starting to affect Democrats now. And the, uh, the, the, the coup is economically and, other, uh, and in other ways working its way down and trickling down to businesses now. And now they're being basically victims of their own guilt and, and what they've done and what they've overlooked. So ladies and gentlemen... It's only a matter of time. Now, speaking of polls, Joe Biden's approval rating is, be- is now down a whopping 17 points with black voters. And this is very, very this, I told you this two weeks ago. This was starting to spell problems for them. But not only is he down a whopping 17 points with black voters, Donald Trump, according to the Washington Post over the weekend, is now beating Biden in a hypothetical head-to-head matchup It won't be Biden versus Trump, though. It'll be Trump versus somebody else. But anyway, he is now beating him by 10 points. And that's according to the Washington Post. The Washington Post. So if the Washington Post is saying that Trump is beating him by 10 points, you can be sure he's probably beating him by about 25 or 30. And and Biden's support with black voters is in the tanks. Now, you guys all remember Eric Fartwell, right? Eric Swalwell, Chinese spy, sleeping with Fang Fang, farted on live TV, not a very smart man, been kicked off of all intelligence community, uh, I mean, uh, committees because of his, um, you know, his ability to, his, I should say, his non-ability uh, to be able to hold secrets and keep secrets of our government. Well, he went on with uh, Circleback Jen Psaki, who was very happy to have a one-on-one with Hillary Clinton. Why you would be happy to have a one-on-one with a sack of potatoes, nobody knows. But he went on with Jen Psaki, and he says the reason why Biden's poll numbers are so low is because of people like you and people like me. Nature abhors a vacuum. In a void, uh, Republicans you know, will continue to tell lies uh, about President Biden. And, and that's in part why I, I think his approval rating is as low as it is, is that they tell these lies. We don't punch back hard enough. We play on our side of the field rather than theirs. And then on the right wing uh, media ecosystem, it just reinforces those lies. And then they use the low poll numbers to justify why they're going to lean in uh, even more. But how is that possible? How is that possible, Eric Fartwell? The Democratic Party spent all of 2019, all of 2020, and since then, telling us that Republicans are out of touch with America and Americans are rejecting wholeheartedly Republican, um, Republican ideals, Republican policy, Republican way of life. Well, if that's the case, then how can we also influence everybody and brainwash everybody into believing that Biden's doing such a bad job? How are we going into somebody else's house and making them believe that they're spending double on their groceries. How are we going into somebody else's um, wallet or pocketbook and telling them that they're spending 40% more on their gas and energy bill? How are we going into people's homes and literally making them believe that you're not really living paycheck to paycheck? Everything is just fine. That's just Republican lies. Sorry. Like, how stupid is that? That doesn't even make any sense. MSNBC is now forced to say the same thing. Dump the guy. He's garbage. Bye-bye. We can't have this guy in here no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more. Simple question of job approval. Barely 40% approve of Joe Biden's performance. And we have to note 56%. That's the highest disapproval rating for President Biden since he took office. That's significant. Yeah, so let's take a look at what's driving that too here. In one big area, no surprise, it is the economy. Look at this contrast. This is April of 21, months after Biden took office. Nearly half the country was satisfied with where the economy was. Then, now, barely one in four Americans satisfied satisfied with the economy. There's also this. We found an enthusiasm gap between the two parties. We asked folks on a scale of one to 10, how enthusiastic are you about the presidential election? And you can see Republican to Democrat, there is a gap right there. Where's the lag for Democrats? We found a couple places. Non-white voters, you can see significantly less enthusiastic than white voters. And then how about this age gap? The youngest group of voters who Democrats have been trying to get excited and motivated, a 50 point, nearly 50 point gap there. 
and that spells a that spells we can't overcome the fraud. So we've got to do something else. We've got to either create millions of new voters or we've got to somehow stop the election from happening by putting Donald Trump in jail because all of that spells nobody can possibly win. Nobody's ever ever even come close to winning with with numbers like this. It's like it's like Jimmy Carter numbers. It's actually worse than Jimmy Carter numbers. So it's nice it's finally nice that people are starting to take notice, but it'd be real nice if they would have listened to us. But apparently, you know, everything is just fine. Listening to us is what made them scared and what made them not like Biden. But if you listen to Biden, not only did he save the economy when he came in, but he vaccinated, I, I vaccinated the world. I saved the economy, you son of, anyway, I saved the world and I vaccinated the economy. I saved it. I put a vaccine right in the economy and I saved it. I did everything. I'm amazing. You may have noticed a lot of people are focused on my age. Well, I get it. Believe me. I know better than anyone. But there's something else I know. What? Tell us. When I came to office, this nation was flat on its back. I knew what to do. I vaccinated the nation and rebuilt the economy. Whoa. When Russia invaded Ukraine. I knew what to do. I rebuilt NATO and brought our alliance to rally the world. And above all, when democracy was saying, I knew what to do. But you know what? I wish I could say the threat to our democracy has ended with our victory in 2020, but it didn't. Our democracy is still at stake. Don't kid yourself. So we have more work to do, you and I, because our most important freedom is the right to choose, the right to vote, the right to be who you are, love who you love. These basic rights are being attacked. They're being shredded. And I saved and vaccinated the world. And my son blocked out the sun with his son and his snore coke beach. I can't even get it out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what they're pumping him up with to even get him through that much speech, but... That man needs a whole heck of a lot to keep him uh, to keep him up there for any longer than five minutes. And maybe, ladies and gentlemen, maybe he's just taking CBD. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Joe Biden. I got tired of taking her drugs to shut me down. I took a CBD, speed back up again. I don't think it's smart, maybe, to uh, talk about our partners while using a Joe Biden voice because I can't imagine that anybody would be motivated to go buy CBD for Joe Biden endorsing it. But, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a massive, massive sale on CBD. Remember the 50 and 60% off products? Well, ladies and gentlemen, CB Distillery is having a huge liquidation sale right now. Normally, your promo code is LFA, but Rumble fans get the exclusive offer. And right now, you can get up to 60% off everything when you use the promo code Rumble. Now... Some items you won't get 60% off. Some items you will. But there's a liquidation sale on everything. So you could choose from a range of carefully formulated, plant-powered wellness, 100% clean ingredient, um, different items to help your stress, your sleep, your pain after a long physical day, your moods, your focus. You can do all this, ladies and gentlemen, by going to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, and using the promo code LFA, get up to 60% off if you've been waiting for a sale. Now is your time. Also, do not forget, Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen, here's mine right here. Here's mine. I don't know what kind you're drinking on today, but Brickhouse Nutrition was founded in an effort to construct a high-quality nutrition line that would fill the void left by today's big manufacturers, and I think Field of Greens is their number one product. I believe they hit the nail on the head with this one. I have never in my life had anything like this, not even for weight loss, to make me feel better, to keep me motivated. It is Field of Greens. It's been Field of Greens for going on, I don't know how many years, a year and a half now, and I can tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, it has done wonders for my life, and don't take my word for it. I know that sounds like an infomercial, but there's people in the live chat Real people that drink this for real that will tell you they love it. So get yours today. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Now, hundreds of illegals are not only flooding old, you know, broke down buildings, 
filling old broke down buildings, making them rape dens and drug dens. But there's actual children who are in the midst of all these military aged men who are invading our country right now, who are also not only making that long journey and probably getting whatever sickness and disease and illness or broken bones or raped on the way, but then they get here and they remain homeless. And ladies and gentlemen, you can see that no better place than El Paso. And I can guarantee you that there's people in this chat that can vouch for this. Please, by the way, share and rumble this video. We have a record 4,800 people watching. We really appreciate you all being here, okay? Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it. Biden's border crisis is destroying this country. But El Paso, Texas is sheltering hundreds, if not thousands, of illegal Venezuelans, including children, on the streets all over, and, it's, and it's, it's causing businesses to hurt from it. It's causing people not even to want to go out. Matter of fact, I think the last time I heard, Suzanne said she doesn't even want to leave the house because of how bad it is where she lives. Hundreds of illegal aliens in El Paso, the majority from Venezuela, will be sleeping in the streets since the shelters are at capacity. Among the illegals sleeping in the streets are innocent children. The shelters are so full that they have literally run out of room everywhere. The Biden regime doesn't care. Lefties don't care. Millions of illegals have poured in since January 2021 when he was installed in the White House, and it is deliberate. For whatever reason you believe it is, it is deliberate. Even Biden will tell you it is deliberate. It's all been deliberate. In Eagle Pass alone, 10,000 illegal aliens crossed the border in one day last week, and when Peter Ducey asked, what what does the White House call it? What does the White House call it? When 10,000 illegals come over the border in one day. And what did she say? What, is it, what, do the, what do Republicans call it when he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. But here is my question. What do you call it when people get bit, punched, stabbed, and attacked? I call that assault. This is what's happening at our border right now, folks. These are our border agents right now. Now, did you also know that it was reported over this weekend that the number three largest employer in Mexico is the drug cartel. The drug cartel is not only running the military there and running the law and the operations there. They're the number three largest employer in Mexico, the drug cartel. And look at our border patrol because of it. They're being attacked. This was posted last week, but then it was reposted by uh, Maya Flores saying our border patrol agents are being attacked. They are. They are being attacked. Look at that. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Look what the cartel's doing to people down there. deliberate, ladies and gentlemen. That's a stab wound or a bite mark. I think that, would, that might be the bite mark. Stab wound was on the other guy. So now, now they're just forcing their way in and they're attacking Border Patrol that are trying to keep them out. How long do you think that happens before citizens start saying enough is enough? How long do you think that happens where they are attacking people now that won't let them in before, border, before we, the people, say enough is enough? Or, ladies and gentlemen, have you seen the uh, National Guard troop helping illegal aliens come over the border with a ladder? Have you seen that one yet? Oh, that's a good one. Watch the left side of the screen in this video. Publicly, this is simply not sustainable. Here, where we are standing, we had more than 1,300 migrants walk by today. It's in the hundreds, more than 500 today. And you've got a capacity problem here, Mike. More than 200% over capacity, meaning they've got nowhere to put these folks. That's why we see bus after bus coming down here, unclear exactly where they are taking them. Now, the DHS Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, made a trip to the border yesterday, not here in Eagle Pass, but over in McAllen, Texas, part of the RGV sector. Here's Bro, the National Guard members were down there assisting the illegal aliens, putting up a ladder for them to come over the barbed wire fence. They were helping them. What do you call it when the rule of law is being ignored, the administration that's in charge has been funding, facilitating, and helping illegal aliens come across the border illegally, assisting them with ladders, welding open doors, right? And now they're assaulting and beating up, biting, and stabbing our border patrol that are are trying to do their job and stopping them. That, ladies and gentlemen, is called an invasion and an assault. This is an assault on our nation. 
and we must do something about it right now. And if it's we the people that's got to do it, then it's we the people that's got to do it. But this is treason. This is an invasion. We are under attack currently, and nobody's doing anything about it, not even our military. As a matter of fact, our military is assisting it. So what do you do when your government completely fails you at every step, and you have grievanced your government to change so much? Tell me what's next, because I just don't know. Tell me what's next when you have corrupted governors who are running massive states like California, which is like, I don't know, like in the top 10 largest economies in the world, California alone. What do you call it when he's signing bills into law requiring parents to show that they will support the sexual mutilation and the sexual orientation and gender identity of their, fa- of their child or else that child will be taken? Because that just happened. Um, Senate Bill 407 directs the Department of Social Services to amend foster care vetting as well in the process to deny a family the right to a child based on their beliefs about gender theory if they confront it. If they don't affirm it immediately, then a child can be taken from a parent and a foster child. That just happened. Or what about the other bill that he signed into law? Governor Gavin Newsom requiring gender-neutral bathrooms in California K-12 schools. Because that just happened. That's another bill you might want to just pay attention to that's already been signed into law. So two bills. Take your kids away and they can all go into the same bathroom. Well, that's incredible. Way to go, California. And all of this while a parental rights group has identified 1,000 school districts right now, and that is, and counting, 1,000 school districts supporting hiding kids' gender issues from parents with the help of the school. An education group that supports parental rights released a comprehensive list this month of over 1,000 and counting school districts that support keeping children's identity uh, uh, change from their parents. Parents Defending Education published a list updated on September 11th, which showed that there are 1,044 school districts across the U.S. that openly state that district personnel can and should keep a student's transgender status hidden from the parents. Quote, we are still getting tips that are pouring in every day, President of Parents Defending Education Nicole Neely said on the Friday edition of Just the News, Not Noise. We're actually released... We actually released this number initially in March, and then we identified about 200 counties uh, more. This number keeps growing across the country every single day. Does that mean that the parents in these jurisdictions are okay with it? Is that what that means? Are the parents in these jurisdictions okay with it? Here's another question for you as we move on from story to story. Are Americans okay with subsidizing the salaries of every government employee in Ukraine? Because that's what you're doing. And guess who reported that? 60 Minutes. Wow. Thanks for playing like Heinz and catching up. Playing catch up. You bunch of mouse turds. 60 Minutes reports on U.S. funding of Ukraine. The U.S. is paying the salaries of 57 thousand first responders subsidizing small businesses and government officials in a war-torn country. You look at our country and it looks like a bunch of zombies all over the place with drugged out, uneducated, worthless people that don't even know what gender they are. You go over to Ukraine and they're shopping and sunbathing. 60 Minutes finally reports a story on Sunday night saying the U.S. government aid to Ukraine has revealed that in addition to the billions in military aid to help the country defend against the Russian invasion, we're being invaded more than Ukraine. Can I just say that? The United States has spent nearly $25 billion in non-military aid, including paying the salaries of Ukraine's 57,000 first responders and subsidizing small businesses to keep Ukraine's economy functioning. Well, there you go. You want to know why our country's failing and theirs is growing? Because we're subsidizing all of it. It's called welfare. It's called taking from people who earn it and giving to people who don't deserve it. That's what's happening here. 
And all of a sudden, the Clinton Foundation has all of a sudden rugged, uh, reared its ugly head like herpes and said, hey, we're back again. We're going to go help build a war-torn Ukraine. Where do you think those billions are going to go to now? You have to be a moron not to believe what I'm telling you. 4,700 people in here. If you've not liked it yet, can you please give us a thumbs up, ladies and gentlemen. That's a thumbs up across the board, whether you're watching on the Rumble app or whether you're watching on the computer or the laptop. Give us a thumbs up. Share with your friends. This is the only place you're going to get real news months before it actually happens. Trying to be proactive rather than reactive. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Another UFC member, uh, uh, fighter, Bryce Mitchell, who I've loved for a long time. I remember when he was complaining that when Reebok was the sponsor of the UFC, that uh, Reebok wouldn't give him camouflage shorts. Um, And so uh, when Venom became the official sponsor of the UFC, they ended up doing that. Bryce Mitchell, man, let me just tell you this. Talk about based. He says he's donating some of his money to Maui victims and that he doesn't believe that Maui fires were natural. That's based. Roll it. Also, too, these, these fires in Hawaii, I don't believe that they were natural. I believe they were man-made. They're trying to take the land from the natives. And I want Dan Ige, a native Hawaiian, to lead this world in prayer against the power of Satan. Well, congratulations on a great fight. Dan Ige, congratulations as well. Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty, tremendous performance, my brother. Please let Dan pray. No, uh, ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Thug Nasty. Now... I want to say Michael Bisbing is a Michael Bisbing is a piece of crap right there. Michael Bisbing was the one that had the microphone, and he would not let him pray. So Bryce Mitchell and his trainer got down and prayed in the center of the ring against Satan. He said these fires in Maui were not real. They're doing it to take the natives' land. Please let my brother Dan pray for us and lead us in a prayer against Satan. And Michael Bisbing would not allow it. What a jerk. What a Satan jerk. Michael Bisbing is. But big props, big, big props to Bryce Mitchell for calling out Maui. Now, I want you to hear something. It's all, the proof is always in the pudding, right? It's always reading between the lines. I want you to hear what the Maui governor says here. Does he say there are going to be more, fire, more fires in Hawaii? Does he literally tell you that? Does he, is it a Freudian slip? I want you to listen and listen close. To find out how we can make sure it's safe as we go through hurricane season, as we deal with the reality that there are going to be fires month in and month out uh, for the decades to come, and not just in Hawaii, but all across the country. Wow. There are going to be fires for decades to come, and not just month in and month out, he says, and not just in Hawaii, all across the country. Wow. How could you predict, how could you predict that? How could you predict that? Because being a climate change activist can get you to say that, but it can't get you to predict it because you can't predict stuff like that. Wow. Wow. Is that a Freudian slip by the governor of Maui? Might be. Might be. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to end the show by showing you two videos. First of all, I got to say viewer discretion advised. I told you we were going to start the show the same way we ended it, right? We started talking about Trump and we started talking about God allowing this invasion. We're going to end talking about Trump and we're going to end talking about God. But viewer discretion is advised as I'm going to show you a Joe Rogan clip. I told you, nothing could be more important than Joe Rogan becoming a Trump supporter. Why? Because he commands an audience even bigger than Tucker Carlson's, okay? At least live. Joe Rogan's got the largest podcast audience in the world. You understand that? You understand how many people literally hang on every word Joe Rogan says? Again, viewer discretion advised. It sounds to me like Joe Rogan is all in for Trump, and this is what we needed. We don't have to like the guy. We sure as heck don't have to trust him, but we needed stuff like this, and that is why those poll numbers look that way. Not because Republicans lie, Eric Fartwell. Roll the clip. No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win because you're not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump. Unless he has a stroke, unless something happens, it's horrible. He, they're all in on Trump. You're, you, if you run against Trump, yeah. you're now the enemy of Trump. If I was friends with DeSantis, I'd be like, don't do it. You can't beat that guy. You just can't. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. 
there's a fucking and the fact that he was the president for four years and the country was in a, a, a great economic situation yeah and it looked like his policies were actually effective and that it looked like the unemployment was down all business mm -hmm. was building regulations were being relaxed more things were getting done you know when you look at it from a policy perspective if you just look at it on paper what he did was effective a lot of people think it was effective you don't like him as a personality so you ignore that don't do that look at it in terms of a policy perspective people liked the ideas that he was putting forward and now you're saying like oh the wall is raised now the, the fucking everybody thinks there needs to be a wall even the mayor of mm -hmm. new york city mm -hmm. is now calling to stop immigration That's into right. his city and he, this was the guy that called it for it to be a sanctuary state. When the reality of what your policies, what what kind of actions you put forth, what what the results of that are, and those results are highly negative, you're forced to sort of recollect, recollect your thoughts, mm -hmm. and come up with a, a a new perspective. And that's what the mayor of New York City is doing right now. When you just look at what Trump's policies were, and then obviously COVID hits. There's a lot to that, the lockdowns, the, the economic collapse, all the shit that came with that. that all, none of that is good. And then Trump holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. And that's exactly what he's going to do. And because he's anointed by God. Now, I know that Joe, Rig Joe Rogan is not a political guy. He doesn't understand politics very much. And he goes this way and that way. But any way that he can go towards Trump anytime... I'm going to highlight because if it can even get one of the 20 whatever million people who watch his show a day to eat to switch to Trump, that's huge. And get this. Because Joe Biden and the people that stole this election have tainted Democrats so bad, no Democrat is going to be able to take their place and get people like Joe Rogan, who's not a diehard Democrat. Uh, to switch to go. And you know what? Like if Michelle Obama ran, you think he's going to run to Michelle Obama? Biden's tainted it too much. He's going to go back. He's going to go for Trump. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you he will. No matter how much he talks to RFK, I can guarantee. And this is going to keep happening. Now, I ended today's show on Rise Up with a very important video. Now, you guys have heard me. You guys have heard me say the soldier's prayer before, right? You've heard me say that before. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I figured we would have some, uh, we'd add some visual so you can understand the war that we're up against, but you can also understand the power of God. And I played this to end my Rise Up show, and I had such a demand to play it again, I figured I'd play it to end this show to give you some inspiration. So let's do that now. Sir, in the army of my God, the Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up, because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me, because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. 
For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Pretty powerful video. I know the visuals are pretty stunning and uh, and kind of gross, but that's the inv invisible war that's going on around us all day, every day. So, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Mike Crispy's already starting, so I got to go. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. Peace out.